What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? A Saturday edition of the Urban Law Show. It's Leslie. I got Charles in here with me. Shout out to Kennedy, who is at a graduation this morning at Prairie View and couldn't be in attendance, but uh, she did her job and provided all the notes, so safe travels to her. What's up, say you, Charles? What's up, man? Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. Well, it's going to be a happy Saturday because I'm going to tell you, if I sound a little funny this morning, I woke up. Well, starting yesterday evening, my job started swelling. I was like, what? Pain? So I'm going to be going to the dentist at some yep. point here to, to, to see what's going on there. Yeah. But as you know, one one thing don't stop, no show. We push through and get it done. A lot to talk about today. But before we even get into any of that, what's on your mind, man? What's what's what's, what's going on with you? Oh, man. Um Exercise is uh, really what we've been doing lately outside of work. So trying to get these miles in. And I'm glad uh, I'm glad you uh, stopped me because I was about to run off on the show. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, uh, that's about it. I mean, you know, Listen, is- you know, I, I got to say this, though. Speaking of exercise and uh, I just looked at the week. Um, so for this week since Monday, uh, I've got in. You got a crazy number. You like it twenty eight miles in. I've gotten uh, almost twenty two miles in. And so, listen, I feel good. Dropping the lbs. Uh, in, in the in the famous words of uh, uh, Coach W C Garden, it's time to get back to pimp status. Okay. So what that really means, you got to get back to playing status. So I right. am uh, excited about that. And uh, I do want to take a moment to mention, you know, what kind of sparked all this. Guys, look, you know, we always are transparent. I, I had a health scare and, and uh, went over my latest labs, my physical, and the doctor just got in my butt, uh, rightfully so. Uh, and some of you might have been like me. COVID got you at your biggest weight ever. And uh, it's just time to do something about it. And so since I got that news two weeks ago, we've been on the grind. I got all my partners with me. Uh, we're grinding together. And so just to show you what you can accomplish, you go from zero miles to, to 21 miles, and I haven't even got today in yet. Uh, so I'll probably finish at least about 25 miles or so. So listen. You can do it. So if, if, if I can get off the couch and get it going, you can definitely do it. So I just want to get that encouraged, not to mention working out in the gym. So I am, uh, thank you for that. Thank you for that support, brother. And uh, I think it can only help us. And I know it can only help us And looking forward to to this transformation as we encourage people want to help keep it on the way. So if you see us uh, looking a little smaller, looking a little trim, we okay, we healthy. We just, we just grinding. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, getting the grind in. Um, you know, but that's that's what we do. We rally around each other, you know. Everybody needs a, a support circle and we got you. We got you, big dog. Absolutely. What's up, Joyce? Hey, what's going on, Joyce? Joyce, where, where are you these days, Joyce? I kind of lost track of where you are in the country because I know I, I want to say you in Washington, but I'm not sure the state of Washington, but Chime in, let us know where you are, Joyce. Um, 
these days. I know she was in Pennsylvania for a long time, but I know she's mm-hmm. since uh, moved and I kind of lost track. So let us know, shout out, and then the rest of you as you come on in and join the conversation. We will got a lot to get into today. And Charles, if we look at the top of the news and, and, and kind of I'll read off some of Kennedy's notes here. Uh, yeah, I'm with it. Dealing with the COVID projections. And so, of course, the the, the um, person is over COVID for the Biden White House doctor. Now, I'm, I'm going to pronounce this the best I can, but I'm just going to, well, Dr. Ja is his last name. Mm-hmm. Ja. Uh, came out with some startling news and said the U.S. could potentially see 100 million new COVID-19 infections if Congress doesn't approve federal funding to fight the pandemic. And so I, I know the shock to that was, as you read a little further, uh, this news uh, jolted some public health experts, even came as a surprise to some top Biden administration officials. First, mm-hmm. telling CNN, and this is coming from CNN, that the grim forecast and details um, were exactly that 100 million, that 100 million number had been derived from was not discussed with some key officials intimately involved in the administration's work to fight COVID before Dr. John did his interview over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And so when we think about that, I know for a lot of people, we kind of resume back to life as normal. But, but my thoughts on that, when you look at COVID-19, I mean, the pandemic is still going. It mm-hmm. can still return in a minute. And so without a funding, all those things we see from vaccines getting out to testing to having the public have to keep us aware of what's going on that goes away and so when you don't have the information mm-hmm. uh you can't make good decisions and when you don't have information you get apathy when you have huge apathy you have huge problems and when you have huge problems you got chaos so that's what they're trying to avoid your thoughts well my thoughts are this COVID is not over and so I think he's right to put it out there. However, talk about that stuff inside with your with your colleagues and, and the team before you just run to the media. Um, there's a way to do that. Congress needs to do their job, but you need to also uh, be mindful that COVID is a very delicate situation. And so now it looks political uh, in the way it was handled um, because they should have talked about it amongst themselves. You know, that's one of the things I like about the way we break it down. Uh, you call everybody out. It doesn't matter if you're Republican or Democrat. If you did it the wrong way, you did it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And in this case, you did it the wrong way. I mean, you definitely got to make sure everybody's on the same page. Mm-hmm. When you speak, walk, and move about an issue that's such, um, and it's such a sensitive issue, such as right. COVID, uh, and affects everybody. So, um, poorly handled and I'm sure uh, I'm sure he uh, has got a, a reprimand for that I'm sure but uh, you just can't surprise people with, with information right and that, that's my point on the on the talk about it amongst yourselves you don't want surprises like that out in the media right you need to let people know the truth but don't surprise them right because now it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna run run with itself, right? It's gonna mm-hmm. take off. Come something else, you know. And that's we don't need that. 
we need we need honest brokers handling this situation. And I'm not saying it, and I'm not saying he would be a dishonest, but at least talk to your team before you put it out there on blast like that. I agree. So, you know, speaking of going on to the next topic, uh, we had an interesting uh, President Biden actually released his uh, list mm-hmm. uh, for the U.S. Citizen Commission, and mm-hmm. it included a Mississippi judge. Were you aware of that? I am. I'm very uh, proud to say. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. I'm very proud to say that uh, federal court District Court Judge Carlton Reeves is on that list. And Carlton is, Carlton was uh, a light in the storm during the Trump administration with some of the rulings that he came down with. He's always been fair. He's always been very, very uh, detailed in his in his rulings. He'll let you know what he thinks and why he thinks it. Um, and he is uh, supremely talented as a jurist, as an attorney, uh, probably one of the smartest people I've ever met. Um, and he's always taking time out with uh, with those of us who came behind him to let us know this is how you do it. Uh, he has a beautiful spirit. Yazoo boy. He <laughs> from Yazoo up that way. Uh, and he is just one of the finest people I've, I've ever had the pleasure of coming in contact with. And I think it will be a, a feather in the cap of the sentencing commission if he is to be over it, because um, that would mean that they have someone who's going to look at all sides, all angles, and be able to uh, push the discussion in uh, new and dynamic ways. Well, that's important. And Charles, if you could raise your camera up just a little bit so it doesn't get off the top of your head. Is that better? Yep. Yeah, okay. Better. So uh, he served, I believe, as a, as a, in the Southern District. Of Mississippi, yeah, right? he's here in Jackson. Mm-hmm. And he's been so since 2010. So he's been on the bench a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so Practicing for a long time. Wonderful. Um, you know, I want to stop for a minute because I know I've gotten to know a lot about the sentencing guidelines and understanding that uh, in our work. But more importantly, the sentencing guidelines was a big topic under the last confirmation hearing for uh, Judge Kentungi. Uh, I think it was Brown. I think mm-hmm. that's the last name. So can you talk a little bit about the sentencing guidelines, what they are, what this means? Because I, I, I feel like just the common person really doesn't understand Told sentencing guidelines, why there was so much made about it, and what really is it? Because I think it's a difference in state court or city court or county court than federal. So can you kind of break that down in layman's terms for the for audience? Yeah, well, the the sentencing commission for which uh, Judge Reeves has been um, nominated, they take care of revising and putting in place guidelines for what criminal sentences will be at the federal level. And within those guidelines, they lay out what the different steps on punishment will be, um, what that looks like. So you have different factors. 
age, um, criminal history, background, you know, background markers like that. And so what happens is from a practical standpoint, the the probation office, the U.S. attorney's office and criminal defense attorneys use that to, to have an understanding of how a sentence may break down from a numbers perspective. And so what was happening in that uh, confirmation hearing is they were trying to ding uh, Judge, uh, well, Justice now, Katanji Brown on uh, different sentences in one particular area that had not been addressed in many, many years um, and should have been addressed by Congress um, because if there's a problem with the law, then Congress is the one who passes the laws. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's called guidelines opposed to laws. The Sentencing Commission can't make laws. <laughs> so if there's a flaw with if there's a flaw with the law, then the Sentencing Commission has to work with that law until the law is changed. And so uh, that just kind of shows you the difference. They were playing politics with the with the gray area that most people might not understand, like you said, because they don't have to deal with it. Um, and there's a lot in there, so I'm not. I'm trying to stay away from going into all the technical portions of it, with the up, you know downward departures and what have you, meaning that a sentence can start at this point and then go down based off of different factors that are outlined in the actual sentencing guidelines. Um, so I think it's just important to know that federal is different from state in that there is a book of guidelines on each crime and all of us use that to determine what the sentence will be unlike state court where sometimes it can seem like it's arbitrary it just came out of the sky you have an idea going in what you're looking at how it will be calculated and like i said all three all three members of that working group uh united states probation office the uh, United States Attorney's Office and uh, the defense attorneys all have access to that same information to then go before the judge who's using it to calculate sentence. Wow. So, so that means that, so when we, when we, if we reflect back a few weeks to the sentencing here, why they were kept saying, you know, but why did you sentence to this? Why did you sentence this in response? It's within the sentencing guidelines that you got to, that was said and that we don't make the laws that's that Congress actually makes the law right I think that's a big point to to point out because I think sometimes even myself if you don't deal with it every day you can be like well wait a minute don't don't the judge get to determine that well they they have constraints they get they have to work with them that are still yeah, I mean they, they the judge still determines it but they're going to try to stay as close to the guideline as possible unless it's some type of unique case where they where they can go outside and so they were trying to ding her for going outside of the guidance uh but she had good reason because the law that they were focusing on with uh the por pornography i believe it was mm -hmm. they picked that on purpose um for political reasons but you know congress has not updated how sentence how the sentence is in, in that so the guidelines goes by what's on the actual books before they start working on the guidelines. So if you, what she was saying was, which is 100% correct, if you want 
something different, then you are the person that makes the law. Change it. Yeah. So if you change it, then we'll and, then and by nature if you change it, we have to change. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Good point. Good point. I think that's you know good to break out. Heavy news on a Saturday, but I think it's important for uh, us to understand the importance of just Reed being able to, to be on the sentencing commission, having a voice of Mississippi there that that understands the issues too. Uh, we also got some uh, some people from Texas, so it's a pretty broad com- committee uh, commission, rather. So it should be interesting to see what uh, what comes out of that. What, what mm-hmm. the new sentencing guidelines actually look like. Because it's because the reality of it is, when these sentencing guidelines go into place, sentencing guidelines are going to touch you one way or another. They either going to touch you as someone connected to you or someone you know. Um, so it, it affects you, and, and and sometimes we don't realize just how much these things affect us. And you always say, "Oh, politics are local." This is a case where I just thought it was important that we understand a little bit more about the context of sentencing guidelines. And why this is such a big deal for Jerry right. to be on this commission. I think it's a fair statement. I mean, because a lot of people will say, well, what does that have to do with me? It doesn't have anything to do with you until you or your loved one or your colleague or somebody is facing it. Then you're scrambling around trying to figure out what it all means. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I know. I know. Because we've been having these. Obviously, sit with families and explain a lot of that, and hearing you explain that, and just just watching the dismay and the puzzlement of families just not really understanding. Um, I think it's something that we, as everyday citizens, just need to be more aware of what that means and the differences between federal and state. So we've been deep. We've been deep this morning talking about uh, just kind of recapping. We talked about uh, the, uh, the mistake uh, of, of the Dr. Joward. In his interview of kind of relaying information out about COVID that he had not yet talked with his administration about it, but just talked about how that was wrong. It was not much better. You want to make sure you step in unison together. Uh, we recap the uh, Judge Reeves from Mississippi Southern District being uh, nominated by President Biden to the Sentencing Commission. And the important, we talked about the importance of that. And Charles recapped the sentencing guidelines and what that means, the federal sentencing guidelines. Of course, which you may have heard a lot of doing the uh, Judge Kentucky Brown's confirmation hearing, he broke down what that was and what that means, and how it really could affect you, or possibly affect you or your loved one, or your family, in some kind of way. So that's the deep part of the, the, the dive this morning in a, in a very short Saturday show. But let's turn it lighthearted, Charles, a little bit and get to some fun topics. Uh, we kind of talked about health, talked about the journey there. Uh, uh, my scare and what kind of sparked me and kind of inspiring people to get on this journey with us. But let's go sports for a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Wanted to really come, bring back an old topic uh, that mm-hmm. happened this year and I wanted to dive in it uh, just from a male perspective of it. And uh, you, you don't know about this, so I'm throwing this on you, so I'm sure you're going to look at me crazy. But that was an issue this year with um, and I forget her last name. She's a coach at Texas A&M. I know it's Candace. Uh, was the first one. Sydney. Sydney. It was Sydney. Sydney. Some. Uh, I'll, I'll look it up here in a minute. You talking about at Texas A&M? Texas A&M. She's now at Texas. Mm-hmm. But about her 
her wardrobe. Her wardrobe choice. Yes. And there was a comment that was started by a gentleman on Twitter that really could went viral and sparked this whole controversy. And mm-hmm. I'm sitting here still saying to myself, I don't get it. I mean, she's fully covered up. I don't get it. What what? Um, she had on pink pants. It was it was October, which is breast cancer awareness month. <laughs> Uh, and it's particularly significant to me because that young lady is actually from the Soho, graduated from the, the community that I live in. So mm-hmm. I remember watching on that state championship team here. And then she went on to the WNBA. So talk to me a little bit about just the male perspective. Where did that come from and how did we get here? <laughs> you know, some people, some people need to keep their mouth shut. I mean, you know, it's no different than uh, racist statements and sexist statements, classist statements. It's 2022. Uh, and she is not breaking any rules. She's not breaking any laws. It's not her fault that she's attractive. That she, if anything, he need to blame her mom and daddy, you know, because that's what the bottom line is. He's saying she's bringing too much attention to herself. She works out every day, she's got good genetics. And she was, she's very classy and she's a heck of a coach. But all of that's missed when you focus on what she's wearing. Right. Well, I, you know, I think I just want to say, look, guys, gone are the days of, of the pantsuits. Um, with, uh, what was the longtime coach at Tennessee that won all those champions? Pat, um, Pat Summit? Yeah, yeah, they don't dress like that no more. <laughs> uh, I mean, but here's the thing, though. When you say that, though, it makes it seem like she did something bad. No, no, she didn't. What I'm just saying is clothing elevates and styles change. Yeah, say that. Yeah. And so for the person that made that comment initially, I would love to go back and look at your wardrobe 30 years ago. I bet you. Oh, that joke probably can't drill. He can't drill. (laughs) You got to be insecure to say something like that. She out there there doing the thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. She's a positive influence on the young lady she's coaching. I'm sure they relate to her because she's close in age to them. And she's done everything that society has asked of her. So why is why is it an issue about her clothing? That that's that's the kin. You know what that's the kin to? And uh JJ JJ Reddick had to get on to a guy on ESPN just last week because okay. the guy said he wished Draymond Green would just shut up and play. And uh, he said, you know, JJ told me, he said, you know, that is uh, almost a racist statement. You know what I'm saying? Because it has so many negative connotations that you don't want him to have a voice. So she's having a voice of expression in her clothing. Draymond is having a voice of expression through his play and what he says. The same thing. Some people's ideologies do not lend them to taking in other viewpoints. Yeah. Makes sense. It makes makes sense. It makes plenty of sense. You know, I want to, and before we wrap up, up, there are some things that I I do want to mention. Another thing we have going on on so. Um, we have a free resource on uh, Facebook that we're helping people. It's called
called the March to 750. So we have a free uh, credit club on Facebook. It's called The Credit Corner, T-H-E-E Credit Corner. I'm about to put the link in, in the comments here. You can join it. There's a couple questions you have to ask certified approved. And we are putting out free information, videos, and lessons each week for you to repair your credit. So in addition to your health, I want you to, to definitely get your financial house in order with interest rates going up. It's going to be even tougher um, to get qualified for loans and things you need. So you need to make sure that you're taking care of your credit. And in this way, remember, you'll hear me say, I didn't just say fix your credit. I said truly learning and understanding it because you have to understand the concept of it so you fix it for a lifetime. Look, most of us don't have a credit problem. Most of us have a behavior problem. Once we change the behavior, the credit is fixed for life. So as we do that through education, uh, we have live forums where we can ask any questions and we just help you walk through what you need to do. And again, this is absolutely free, free resources. And then there are people that say, hey, Liz, I just don't have the time. I don't have the energy to do it. Obviously, you can, you can pay us to do it and hire us to do it, but you can do this yourself. And we're giving you the tools to do it for free. We're giving you the education to do it for free. Um, what I always tell people like credit is like valet service. Me personally, when I go somewhere, I like valet because I don't like to go around looking for my car. But there's sometimes I self park, sometimes I use valet. It just depends on what it is. Credit is the same way, but there's no reason why you shouldn't be in the club in free education, then cost you dime. And no, 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 anything. But every week we release a new video, new tips, and we have discussion boards and we answer your questions to help you improve your credit. So I'll put that in the comments. So feel free to take advantage of that. We just welcome two new members to the 700 Club uh, this month. I'm going to be making calls later today and on Monday. They don't even know it yet. They just crossed over to the 700 Club. And both of these individuals started in the whole 500. So I'm telling you, you can get it right. You just have to make a decision to do that. And they did it. Um, we're not, we're, we're not costing them much at all. Really, just some time to pay attention and listen. So just want to remind you of that. That is available, and I will post that link in the uh, comments right now. So there's the link. Just post it in comments, and you can click on that link and join the group. And then uh, Ken, when Kennedy gets back, Kennedy manages that group, and she'll make sure she um, approves your request to join, and then mm -hmm. you get that information. So I did want to bring that to everybody's attention there. So if you're watching this on replay, no worries. Uh, you can still join take advantage of that free resource. And that's what we're about here, helping helping people. Um, and just like we want you to help us, so let's, let's get it and let's uh, all be in that in 700 club and then on to the 800 club. That's right. Talk about, talk a little bit about what those clubs mean because people might think that's something we made up, but what opens, so when I hear club, I hear the thing, the value that's added to your life by having a credit score of that low? Yeah, I think, I think you know, um, I'll, I'll pull up something here in a minute to, to just kind of show people, but here's the, here's the thing, right? We, we understand that, most people understand that they don't have good credit. Um, and most people understand that it costs them something, but they don't realize how much it costs you. Yeah. So, it costs you in everything you do. So when you go buy that cell phone and, it, and you have to pay a deposit to get a cell phone, 
with a major provider like a Verizon or AT&T and you are spread and you have to actually pay a deposit, that means your credit is not good. In case you didn't know, that's, that, that's, that's, a, that's a warning. And so now you have to pay extra money just to have the right to pay them for service. So think about that for a second. They're saying that they don't trust your ability to pay them back so they're making you pay them on the front end so they can ensure that they don't lose money. That's what that that's what a deposit is. So you can save that money. Your car insurance <clears throat> does a beacon rate. So your car insurance, you're rated by your credit. They measure your risk. Insurance is all about risk. They measure your risk by your credit. So it's factored into your interest rate, your mortgage rate, your um homeowners insurance, all of that is affected by your credit and affects your life. So I'm going to pull up, so I'm going to let Charles talk about just a little bit of it, and then I'm going to pull up something that's going to show you just the difference of a car, a simple car purchase. And and what I always say, how you can have two people that make the same money. In fact, you can have somebody that makes more money that drives a lesser car and pays the same money that somebody that makes less money and drives a higher price car and pays the same thing. Charles, you can yeah, that's all about that's all about um how the different scores unlock your credit worthiness. The higher your score, the more they trust you with their money because at the end of the day, you're asking them to leverage their money to get you something, whether that's a house, a car, insurance, credit card, uh, cell phone, uh, utilities. I mean, it just it just all of that is tied to a credit score. So that algorithm is saying yay or nay, thumbs up, thumbs down on you based off of what that number looks like and other factors, how you use your credit. And that's why Leslie said we like to teach people to truly understand their credit and not just have a good credit score because if you have a good credit score and you don't know how to use it, it's going to go back down again. Um, so that's all factored into the pie but the very first thing they see is that number and that's why we say club is because you're in the 750 club <clears throat> you got some benefits you're in the eight eight hundreds then yeah you got more benefits now being the 400 500 club you got some work to do absolutely correct antonio you go in there and you tell them what you want and they say please and thank you they don't, they don't haggle, you know? I mean, it's bad. It's just that simple. Once they put, once they, you know, going in and then once they see it, they're like, okay, yeah, they do have the credit score and credit worthiness. We might want to make this sale as quickly as possible and give them what they want at whatever rate they want. <laughs> yeah. So let me give you an example of this. Uh, and I'm going to blow this up a little bit here. Um, and this is just, just a simple analysis, guys. So if we take a base level Toyota Camry, $23,000 car, <clears throat> 66 months term. So if we take a person that has a credit score of 730, and this is a conservative estimate, they probably get a better interest rate than they now, but even though the interest rates are on the rise now, so they're probably the higher. But they're going to get an interest rate of right at 2%, 1.99%. Monthly payment for that car is 368.22. The total interest that they're going to pay on that car is thirteen oh two thirty nine, and the total amount that they'll pay for that car after they finish paying it off 
is $24,302.39. So think about this. $23,000 car over 66 months. That's six, that's five and a half years that they only paid $1,302.39. So when you, so if I take that in interest, just, just to calculate $1,302, because I like to do real numbers, $1,302.39 divided by 66 months, they're only paying $19.73 a month in interest. That's what they're paying. And then if mm-hmm. you look on the flip side of that, if it's a person B, and they don't have a, a super bad credit score, but it's $5.99, so it's sub-600. They got an interest rate of 14.99%. So for that same car, they're paying $513.97. Here's where it adds up, though. Their interest payment is ten thousand dollars nine hundred and twenty one and forty four cents. So when I when I do that math, um, over sixty six months, they're paying one hundred and sixty five dollars and forty eight cents in interest a month. So the total price that they pay for that twenty three thousand dollar car is thirty three thousand nine hundred twenty one dollars and forty four cents. Don't you think you have a lot more better things, a lot better things you can do? With that extra ten thousand dollars or nine thousand dollars that you're paying, if you got if you got better credit, what can that other nine thousand dollars go to if you're not having to pay it on that car? And so that's what happens. And then what happens to complicate this matter because you your payment is so high, you probably can't overpay, which allows you to reduce that interest amount you're paying and shorten your payment period because you you can overpay. So every time. If you got a payment of $368.22 a month, pay an extra $10 to $20 and write in when you pay it. Uh, right, pay two separate payments and write in, apply directly to principal. So they know that the overpayment, you want to apply directly to principal. You will lower your pay. You can easily lower that 66 months down to probably about 58 months. So now you're cutting the interest that you are paying. But if your payment is $513.97, you probably can't afford to pay extra. Yeah, or a lot extra, not as much extra. Mm-hmm. But now, if you trade this car in, because how many people keep to keep most people don't keep a car that long. So, if you trade this car in, now you get in a situation where you upside down, you still have the amount you owe on this, they're going to tack that on to the new car, and now you're upside down and you never get ahead because it's equity and leverage game. So, what we are about teaching you is how to do this the right way so it benefits you and so you win and not the bank. So we're trying to teach you how to play the game so that you win and not the bank. And that's where you want to be. So that's why it's so personal to me. Because, guys, I have been on both sides. I've been person B, and I've been person A. And let me tell you, I really enjoy being person A. I didn't enjoy being person B. So I plan on staying on the A side. And if you come with me, join the club, you can be on the A side too. So that's what it's all about. Um, don't be, it's nothing to be embarrassed about. You just don't know. You don't understand the algorithm. You don't understand the work. Most people don't understand the true due dates for their credit card. They don't understand when to play. They don't understand their blackout days when they should never use their credit card. They just don't understand the rules. And we teach you that in our program. So they call me the credit coach because I love it so much and I want to help you. So join the credit club so we can help you do that absolutely free. We're dropping nuggets every single week on Thursday. We drop new content. So join that club. It's free. Um, and I sent the link. The link is in the comments. So just do that. You can go to Facebook and type in the 
Credit Club, T-H-E-E, D. Jackson State, Playoff Jackson State, the Credit Corner, and the Credit Corner, and you can just uh, click join, and then we'll make sure you get approved. All right, so that is why that is so important, and uh, I hope that really helps somebody. So, Charles, hopefully that broke that down to where that makes sense and people can understand how much money they're leaving on the table. How much? Look, that's a vacation. <laughs> and Donald, not just a vacation, that's, that's savings, that's investments, that's, you know, right. whole, whole lot of, whole host of things. A whole lot of stuff. So, I always used to wonder that as a kid. I was like, how, how does, I know, especially young in my career, I was like, no, they make less than me. How can they afford that and I can't? And and I had a lot to learn. A lot of it was based on credit. So uh, unfortunately, there was nobody around. The internet was around. The information wasn't accessible. Nobody was teaching like this back then. Mm-hmm. So there's really no excuse for you now. No. no. Right. But Charles, that's all I have for today's show. You want to wrap it up for us? Hey, go join. Go join the credit. Uh, side so we can get you that information and i will say that the information is not because i'm part of the business but because it has helped me personally uh he's dropping dimes and he will continue to drop dimes. i mean he loves it and he's putting the information out there for people so take advantage of it all you have to do is join the facebook group uh other than that leslie everybody enjoy yourself Drink a lot of water, get a few miles in, stay healthy. And I was about to help tip, guys. You don't have to kill yourself. It don't take a lot. I'm learning. And I'm learning because I'm a baby in this game, and I struggle every day, and I have to just, just tell myself, do it today. I can't worry about tomorrow. Just do it today. And and as my good friend Antonio told me, give me 30 minutes a day minimum. Just give me that and do that every day. And I promise you, let it, you, you'll build up over time. But don't try to go out and tap out everything on day one. So That's right. It is. Well, until next week, and uh, hopefully Kennedy will be back joining us. But we will be on our summer schedule. Just want to remind you, we'll always post the notifications when, we, when the show is going to happen. Uh, in the summer, we kind of fluctuate between days and we change it up because of summer schedules and whatnot. But... Uh, let's keep Kennedy uh, definitely in your prayers as she prepares. Uh, in a few weeks, she'll be departing and starting her uh, summer internal research journey. And uh, she shared that with the guys last week. So if you didn't see that, go back and watch last week's show. And we're really proud of her and uh, what she has ahead of her and a big summer ahead of her. So you'll be seeing her throughout the summer at different locations that she is uh, matriculating through her summer internships. With that being said, go out and make it a great day and treat somebody that you don't know kind and be a blessing to somebody that doesn't expect it. That's what I have, and I hope you go out and make it a great day. See you next time.